boys. It's the three of us. We back, baby. I'm back. We back. <laughs> we back. Dan, uh, what did you learn on your honeymoon? Uh, I'm glad you asked. We didn't even know we were going to go over this. I have a couple of things that I learned uh, on my honeymoon and mostly about St. Lucia. First of all, honeymoons are amazing. I <laughs> We went at the perfect time. We went one week after the wedding. Spend a week off your phones, people. It's life-changing. It was amazing to like barely be on our phones the entire time. It was. It was truly great, except for when we got messages from the two of you. It was, it was wonderful. <laughs> last week we we appreciate the love that was tremendous that was tremendous um a couple things about saint lucia uh first of all they think that the majority of americans that visit there are from texas <laughs> that was like one of the first questions we got asked like where are you guys from and like we answer united states we're not assuming they think we're from united states and we saw oh, united states they're like oh yeah where we're from texas we're like no no. And listen, we've got friends in Texas, love them, but like there were, there were surprisingly a lot of amount of people from Texas there with the accents coming out thick, just a closer flight from the South. I don't know, but it was like, yo, United States is more than Texas. Please, please appreciate everybody else. Um, the driving there is insane. It's absolutely insane. Um, you boys used to live at uh, Crane Village apartments shout out right in green tree that hill that goes down to 19 okay imagine going that hill down that hill with the gas on with gas on not pumping your brake this is how these people drive and they pass each other there's like no laws no speed limits no laws (laughs) passing constantly it's life-threatening every time you're in a vehicle it is wild absolutely wild um the fruit down there is amazing. You'll never have another mango. I'll never have another mango like that in my entire life. Picking it right off the tree. It's like a different fruit. The pineapple down there is crazy. It's crazy good. Our fruit here sucks, ladies and gentlemen. It <laughs> sucks. Maybe Florida oranges is our only advantage. Everything else is trash. Um, two other things. One, it was weird seeing... For the first time, I haven't traveled internationally in in a long time, especially since the start of the pandemic. It was weird being in another country, seeing people wearing masks and like having ads on like billboards up with like two beer bottles with like masks on them. It's like drink responsibly and mask up when going out. It's like, you know, this thing is everywhere, but it didn't like it took a whole new level. When you see people in another country and these ad, these same like weird ads that we get here, like masking up and everything, it was just crazy thinking we're so far away. And it's like, yep, same thing here. They got the same rules here. So that was weird. The last thing, and this is, I actually want to like ask you guys about this. We weren't going to plan to make a topic of this, but now I'm hijacking this show since I was off last week. Before I give my response, you guys have both been on honeymoons. What are your thoughts on like, making friends with other couples while on your honeymoon? I'm curious if you did that at all or if you were like avoided that and how that worked for the two of you. I, I did not do that. <laughs> I am just by, by, by just by normal circumstance or purposely you avoided that. Um, 
I, yeah, I think it like just never happened. I feel like we okay. were on the go doing so many different things every day. Um, yeah. And also where the resort we stayed at in Hawaii was humongous. So sure. it was just like, you didn't okay. bump into the same people more than once. So that's okay. probably those factors. I am against that. <laughs> it is something I avoid so hard and I'm an outgoing person. I like people, but no, there are some people who are looking for another, like other people to hang out with. And I'm like, I'm not your guy. We're not, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Nope. That was, it threw us off a lot. We went to two different resorts. The first one was pretty low key, small, like 12 villas. You don't really run into people. The second one was like being on a cruise ship where you run into the same people often. And you're right. Like we were like, we're not there to make friends and have, so, like, I'm social too. I love doing that. Not, not last week, me and my wife, that's it. That's, that's all we need. Private dinners for two and everything. There are people out looking for you. And we got targeted a number of times. And I was like, we can't be assholes, but we can talk a little bit. There was this one couple and they turned out to be great, but they like freaking like were looking at us and hunted us down. And it became to the point where we saw them constantly throughout the day. And it, we like almost couldn't avoid them or would have been really obvious. We saw them so often. We saw them at dinner. We saw them walking around, saw them in the pool. We could kind of avoid them a little bit there. Then they're on they're in there in the airport the same time as us, leaving the same day as us in the airport at the same time. Then they're on the same flight as us. And then they sit exactly the row right behind us. The exact two seats right behind us. Like, how is this happening? We can't avoid these people. They were lovely people from Tennessee, but we were just like, maybe another week. But honeymoon, we're just not out to to make friends. I hope I hope you told them to listen to the brunch breakdown podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm safe saying this because I'm like, oh, hopefully they're not in the uh, in the listener base. But that's everything I learned. In my head uh, in so one quick Google search for uh, swingers in St. Lucia, and a lot of things come up. Just Dude, I'm letting so you know you said that. right now. There are Reddit threads to get dedicated to this. There are TripAdvisor reviews on Sandals uh, resorts in St. Lucia, and it's like beware of swingers. There is a there's way more than I thought. That no, there's a lot written about this. St. Lucia and swingers, swingers clubs. Dude. Dude, there's a wow. Okay, this is that crossed my mind a lot because of how frequently it was happening. And I was like, is like that the, like, is that where we go? I guess why we try to avoid some of these people. Cause it was, it was like felt targeted. And now they, wow. <laughs> cannot wait to share this with my wife and, yeah. and dive into this later because oh, it did cross my mind a lot. One time, Woo. one time Didi and I went to New Orleans for Mardi Gras and we thought we met really cool people. And then they ended up like playing us for like an hour. And then they wanted to talk about Jesus. And like, ever since yeah. that moment, I was like, I don't trust anybody on vacation other than the people I'm going with. And I think that's yeah. a good policy for everybody to have. You're not going to, yeah. what are the chances that this person turns into like a pen pal? You know, it's not going to happen. <laughs> right. Yeah. You'll be Facebook friends with them and then like never interact with each other ever again. You're just like, why am I friends with these people looking at pictures as they have their families and we don't, we'll never see them again. What is right. the point of this? So exactly. yeah. Wow. 
<laughs> well, welcome to the brunch breakdown. <laughs> Sponsored by Swingers of St. Lucia. It's Dee, Dee out here in Los Angeles. Chris is in Pittsburgh. Dan is in Pittsburgh as well. And today on the show, we're going to try to get to a lot of things because we just uh, talked about his honeymoon for way longer than I thought we would. So we're going to talk about that. We've got a Disneyland proposal that went completely wrong. We're going to do some burger talk. We've got a brunch court taste test that Dan's going to do because Dan loves doing these and we love that Dan does them. Uh, Wendy's is the strawberry frosty. We've got a hot wing milkshake and... And what we're listening to so we got a lot to get to today dan and let everybody know where they can find the brunch breakdown well because we got a lot to get to today and i hijacked the first 10 minutes of this episode everywhere you can find the brunch breakdown anywhere you listen to podcasts simply search for the brunch breakdown uh new episodes every wednesday hit follow hit subscribe full videos on youtube and facebook noon eastern 9 a.m pacific also every wednesday on demand whenever you want those social media facebook twitter instagram Triller, tiktok at Brunch Breakdown, Sounds of Brunch playlist every Friday on Spotify. There you go. You full. All right. Well, Chris, get us started. What are you drinking? It is Brews Day. Let's go. We should just skip me for no. Like the... We can't because after last week, we can't. <laughs> I'm drinking the Lake Erie of vacation beers. <laughs> Corona premiere. On to Dan. <laughs> Chris is. Chris is going on a, it's like going on a trip. You think your family's going to Myrtle beach. Like they do every single year. And then all of a sudden they just keep going. You're like, what's, where are we going? They go to the outer banks. (laughs) (laughs) Every week, every week I want a different like analogy on what drinking this beer is like. That's, that's going to be the new fun game we play with Chris's beers until I get back into some legitimate stuff. I love that. I love, love it. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got a beer that I haven't tried yet, so I'm excited about this one. It is called She Shot First Tropical Hazy IPA. It is from Bottle Logic Brewing in Anaheim, California, and it's got a cool can, cool girl in the front. She's cool. Got something. I don't know what she's doing, but uh, yeah, who knows? Her name's Eve. She's got something in her hand. Let's check this bad boy out. Tropical hazy, tropical hazy. So we're going. Oh yeah, tropical ale with pineapple, because of course, naturally. How do you have an IPA without <laughs> pineapple? Let's be serious, guys. With pineapple and a passion fruit. You know, I love my passion fruit as well, and it pairs well with a chicken sandwich. It says so. Glad I'm wasting this on you guys. Pineapple for Dee Dee is like marshmallow for Dan. Oh, beer. this is good. Oh, this is really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can really taste the passion fruit because usually it's like pineapple, but never with passion fruit. It's one or the other. Yeah, it's pretty solid. I'm a big fan. 6.4. Yeah, big fan. Let's go. Nice. I love that flavor combo. I know I do, too. This is like this is really good. So sweet. Bottle logic brewing. Shouts to you guys. Well, a couple of things for Bruce Day for me. I'm coming off a bit of a bender, as you can imagine. <laughs> a lot of fro- fro- frozen bevies by the pool at the beach. Uh, a lot of alcohol, a lot of champagne, uh, a lot of complimentary champagne, which was a bit more than, un- than expected um, for many days in a row, eight days to be exact. And so the body needs a little bit of a break. I don't usually like to do this on Bruce Day, but we're literally just days off of this and Give the body a break. However, 
I heard that there was like 10% beer going on, not a 10% ABV, but like 10% of beer happening last week on behalf of Chris on Bruce Day. So I figured we got to go heavy here. We got to go heavy. What can I do to bring it to the table? And I figured, why not go liquor? And <laughs> and this is uh, this is straight from St. Lucia, boys. This is Bounty Rum. This is the number one selling rum in St. Lucia. St. Lucia, known for their rum. We got to take a tour of the facility. It's a very interesting process that they use. They actually aged a lot of their rums in Jack Daniels barrels. They get them from Jack Daniels. A lot of places do that, but it was fascinating to hear that from an international standpoint that they, uh, that they brew. So this is a bounty premium gold rum from St. Lucia. And I mean, it can't get any better than this tagline, our Island, our bounty. I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to do with that? Um, to give you a little, little taster here, uh, notes of warm butterscotch, dried fruit aromas, uh, rich raisin fruit and a hint of toasted vanilla bean as you're getting and the number one selling rum directly from St. Lucia. Um, so I had to go heavy. I had to go rum, special rum bruise day on behalf of my good people of St. Lucia. So Dan, why don't you, you go, boys. why don't you take a, a, just a quick swig there for us? Take a shot. Yeah, um, <laughs> Let's go. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, we toured this facility and they make probably in the neighborhood of 25 different rums and they let us taste as many of them as often as, as, as many times as we wanted. Uh-oh. They're like, here are the tasting cups, you know, like the little, little tasting cups like this. They're like, there's the cups. They didn't even pour it for us. They just had bottles sitting on the counter lined up and you just go for it. And I highly recommend it. <laughs> yes. That's all I can say. Wow. Highly recommend. Worth 100% everything. here for that. And that just makes me think of pina coladas. That's all it makes me think of. Over under uh, eight and a half pina coladas uh, <laughs> for me. And that probably wasn't even the highest drink total. There were some other, you, you love the interesting twists some of these places have on signature cocktails, the different names. They had a Caribbean mule, which makes a Moscow mule look like like dirt water. I mean, it's unbelievable, some of the stuff they were doing down there. So magical, magical time, magical place. Amazing, amazing. (laughs) Well, boys, cheers. 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 You'll see Smith beer all over the microphone. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. All right. Well, uh, Dan, get it off your chest. What's up, man? All right. I'm going to try to do this uh, quickly. The the trip was amazing, so there's not a lot to get off my chest over the past two weeks, right? Perfect wedding, perfect honeymoon, except our trip home, whatever spell you guys put on, on us last week, the trip home was a complete and absolute nightmare. Oh. Um. We got, we were in the St. Lucia airport. We were supposed to leave at 3.45 in the afternoon on Sunday, stop in Charlotte, get back into Pittsburgh right around midnight. We get the flight into St. Lucia on the plane we were taking was delayed. So we were already cutting it close. Then we get on board, mechanical issue, reset some breakers, delayed a little bit longer. 
So instead of taking off at 345, we take off at 515. Now we're going to have about an hour and 15 minutes to get into Charlotte, clear customs and immigration, recheck our bags, get back through security and get to our flight, our connecting flight to Pittsburgh. It's going to be cutting it close. We're in the air for maybe 30 minutes. And the captain comes on board and says, oh, we've uh, reached our new, uh, we reached our uh, altitude here and we're on our way to our new destination. And that's Miami. And we're like, Miami, what joke is this guy playing? We're going to Charlotte. Turns out the Miami customs office refused to stay. I'm sorry. The Charlotte customs office refused to stay open for our flight because it was running behind. So we had to fly into Miami, clear customs and immigration in Miami, check our bags again, go through security again, and then get back on the same plane and then fly to Charlotte. All because the Charlotte customs people wouldn't stay there for an extra 30 minutes per the request of the airline, and they refused. I love the Charlotte airport. It's honestly one of my favorite airports in the country. I've been through there a number of times. I love the city. The people are great. That's some complete bullshit that completely wrecked our day, completely having to go through Miami. We didn't get into Charlotte until 1.15 in the morning. They had to put us up in a hotel. Thankfully, they paid for it, paid for transportation, got two meal vouchers, we got four and a half hours of sleep, had to get back to the airport, took the first flight out of Charlotte to Pittsburgh in the morning, had to miss a half day work, burn some more PTO. And it was just absolutely a nightmare. Thanks to the lovely customs people at the Charlotte airport. So a big F you to all you folks. Cheers. <laughs> That's insane. I, I, like, I feel like all I'm hearing nowadays is how nightmarish air travel is because like i'm like especially if you're going out of the country somebody i work work with her husband tested positives i think so like now they can't come back until they do like a protocol thing and then like also there are fewer flights available because of staff shortages and shit like it's just everything about flying right now sounds like a nightmare yeah, that's because a friend of a friend of ours, they were stuck in, I think, Mexico or something like that because they had to, they tested positive, but no one else on the party, they went with like three other people, none of them tested positive for COVID. So like they just had to stay in that hotel for like five days, kept testing positive, kept testing positive until they didn't. Yeah. And it's like, you have to pay for that. You know, it's not like the hotel is like paying for that. It's not like the government's paying for that. It's like you got to pay for the fact that like you got to add like it's like another like thousand bucks or maybe more onto yeah. wherever you're, you know, wherever you are. So that's freaking sucks. We uh we got tr- insurance for that. It actually wasn't that expensive, all things considered, but it was like it will keep you there for up to two weeks if you needed to that keep you in the hotel that, you know, so you wouldn't have to add. So I'm not gonna honest, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little bummed that we tested negative on the way out the door. <laughs> I'm like, I got my computer, I can work from home, and I got that private pool for us right there. And we'll get home, we'll get home in a couple of days. It's fine. So I was like a little bummed, but I know, but things like that and the staffing shortages at these airports just 
30 minutes. They needed to stay open for 30 minutes. We were purposely flying into Charlotte because we didn't want to go through Miami customs because it's a complete nightmare and probably the worst one on the planet. But um, I guess they took us. So whatever. Other than that, it was amazing. <laughs> well, um, speaking of staffing shortages, I am going to go next. So I had to get this off my chest. I was at Starbucks uh, a couple days ago. And because I had no internet at my house, so I was like writing my stuff for Hollywire, like at uh. Starbucks. And this lady goes off at Starbucks because she's waiting too long for her stuff. Starbucks, there's a lot of people in there, right? There's a lot of people. I don't know how long this lady waited, but not enough for her to like lose her mind. Just starts yelling. She's like, I'm in a hurry. I have to get to this meeting. This is insane. I come here every day. She's like flipping out, right? And all I could think about in my head was how easy it is to just slightly ruin someone someone's day if you work for Starbucks. So let's say this lady was like, <laughs> I am, I don't know, she's lactose intolerant or something like that. Do you know how easy it is to just put a little bit of milk in somebody's drink at Starbucks? <laughs> you take the drink, you walk out the door. Because usually when I go to Starbucks, I, I get my drink off the thing, I walk out the door, and I don't even drink it until like I start driving. So like I'm already out the door. And when it comes to stuff like that, like if you're like lactose intolerant, you're not going to die. You're just going to like shit yourself. And like... <laughs> So it's like, you don't know if it's because you the burrito you ate last night or it's because the guy at Starbucks put milk in your drink. And I could just think about how like this person who was like rolling their eyes and like being like the nicest person like people are at Starbucks or any fast food place like that. Like I, he just had to be like, yeah, I'm just like, I'm going to put a little bit in your drink and just call it a day. Because yeah. I, all I could think about was like, be nice to the people at Starbucks. I've never thought about it at Starbucks <laughs> specifically. I've only thought about it at like, mcdonald's because like you know or something like that because people like spit on your burger or something like that you don't know but like somebody could really fuck up your day if you're mean at starbucks or any coffee place just throw a little dash of that thing that makes you sick every time yeah you thought you had soy no you don't yeah. <laughs> flashback to uh mrs doubtfire and uh stew you know, got that jambalaya without the pepper and uh, hot jambalaya. And then all of a sudden <laughs> you mid death and this is doubtfire. I'll come save the day. I mean, just be careful out there, people. <laughs> yes. Be careful. Be nice. <laughs> I'm so glad we worked in Mrs. Doubtfire. Me too. Reference back in, <laughs> into Dan's first episode back. That's uh classic, Beautiful. classic Dan. Classic. <laughs> He's back, ladies and gentlemen. He's back. <laughs> Uh, boys, I'm going to go on the positive here, uh, for this segment and talk about the idea of being persistent. I, uh, thought, I don't know. I've been, I don't know what led me to like reflect on the three of us and where we are right now as compared to where we were like a decade ago. I think it's cause like Dan got married. He's on his, you know, honeymoon and like, just thinking about like, you know, your friends and where they are now. And like, I feel like we're all in really good spots. Right. And I was just thinking back to like the path. Cause if I ever go to my Facebook memories, I see so many posts about like <laughs> sleeping on couches, like, you know, doing different shit, but like some of the things I see are how unbelievably persistent we have been over the years to like do the things that we want to do. Right. Uh, constantly like 
creating things that we enjoy and publishing them and putting them out there and sharing them with people. And like thinking about like, obviously this podcast is one of them thinking about like, I feel like anything that I've done, I've it's, it's happened because I've been like persistent about however, whatever I needed to do to make it happen. Like, like damn, what's going 11? Like we got on warp tour just because we were the most persistent band right on the planet. Right. Um, yeah. like Didi, we had a, we had a, website a blog that we turned into like a radio show right like that and that was just because like we wouldn't stop talking to the people that we wanted to give us the opportunity uh, when i first got into radio it's because i just like kept showing up to the place and they like finally let me do radio show i don't know like i think like that idea of being persistent and obviously doing it in a tactful appropriate way but like being persistent about the things that you do i really think that there are very few things that you cannot achieve as long as you are committed to being persistent about it and not necessarily taking no for an answer and continuing to ask questions talk to the right people put yourself out there in a positive light like i really feel especially in this age with social media um, how you have access to so many people so quickly. Like, I feel like there's very few things that you cannot do. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to share that. Been in a, in, in a little bit of a reflective mood lately. And uh, that, that dawned on me the other day. Dan's wedding brought that out of me too, by the way. Like I was like really reflecting like like hard. (laughs) Like I think I was just, it's so weird. It was just like at your wedding, it was funny just to like be around certain people again, even though there were a lot of people there that like I had seen a couple times over the last month or whatever, but it was just like, you know, I don't know, being able to like see certain people and talk to them because you hadn't seen them for two years. You kind of take these things for granted that you're going to see each other. Like, I'm going to see them at least once a year. I'll be back. And then the two years goes by, you don't see anyone. So right. um, just kind of, it was, it was a lot of reflection and like where we, where we are now, where we were then stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Well, I'm glad we could provide the event that <laughs> initiated those thoughts, boys. And that's well said uh, there, Chris. Yeah, it's crazy. You're right. Because sometimes it's like, Facebook's like, you have three memories today with Chris and Didi. And I'm like, no, no, I don't want to see those. I know what those are <laughs> from 12 years ago. <laughs> but the crazy thing reminded is- of that, but thank you. <laughs> Yeah. The crazy thing is like a lot of them are just like us, like posting links about things that we were really into. Like we, the three of us have just created shit constantly over the past decade. We've just like created a lot of stuff and kept putting it out there. And look, now we have the nation's only cross country pop culture and brunch themed podcast. That's right. That's right here. Dude. Uh, Yeah. Uh, The Facebook memories are also funny because they remind you of, the people you had crushes on at certain points and like these things you're like who am i talking about there and then you're like oh 2010 oh i know who i'm talking about <laughs> yikes yeah or whatever stuff like that but it always is like yep. it's oh, it's fun but yeah the memories oh memories <laughs> all right well let's get into the main course boys we ready? Let's do it. Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So uh, there was a proposal at Disneyland Paris that did not go so well. This couple, all right, for people who haven't seen this amazing video, this guy gets down on one knee. They step up on this stage. He gets down on one knee and then a mouseketeer comes through <laughs> and freaking 
<laughs> grabs the ring, walks right down the steps, and like he's done this. He looked like he's done this like twenty times. Like he literally waves him down, says, "Your proposal will look just as good right here. It'll look just as good right here." Because apparently, you're not like there was a stage that was set up for something else. It was not a stage that was like supposed to have people on it. Um, it was for a performance, and those people just like went up there and went to propose. And so I gotta ask you guys, uh, who's in the wrong here? The the Mouseketeer at Disneyland or the couple who got on the stage who's in the wrong I think it's the Mouseketeer like (laughs) I'm sure he's doing his job I'm sure that's what he's been told to do Uh, but I see a couple fatal flaws here on Disney's behalf first of which um like this couple they 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 looked like very ordinary people so like it's not like they were scaling a wall to get up into this place that they weren't supposed to be it looked like you can just walk up to it so disney if you have a thing that people aren't supposed to stand on do something about it put up a fence put up a gate put up a sign i didn't see any of that okay and number two even if there was all that stuff you do not touch the ring okay (laughs) because that shit is expensive (laughs) and it should not be handled by anybody other than the two people involved. That was my biggest problem is the manner in which he interrupted this proposal. The guy's on a knee and he, this guy has a beeline straight for the narrow space between this couple grabs that ring. You're right. Didi. What do you said? That was like, it's like, he's done this before or almost like he was waiting in the wings like, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? Yep, this is my time. <laughs> like, there's the ring. Like, he was waiting for the ring. And, like, wait for the moment to be over, right? That's a very brief moment, the actual proposal. Let the guy get up, put the ring on the finger, and then politely ask them, please move off the stage. We need you to clear the stage. The manner in which he did it and just did not care whatsoever, my friend, that omen should follow you around forever like a dark cloud and you will die alone for what you did to ruin those people's day. I hope you do, Mouseketeer, because that was straight trash. Yeah, I thought, because at first I thought, all right, so how these people get up there? But then it just made me think, like, these people are normal. It's not like they're influencers. There was no, like, YouTube video that came out Mm -hmm. after this or something like Mm -hmm. that. So they just saw the stage was there. And he was like, well, I'm going to, he obviously knew he was going to propose at Disneyland. I bet he didn't know he was going to propose on this stage. He saw it. And was like, I'm going to do it. So they obviously had no one standing there. Because if one person is standing there, I don't care how big or small that man or woman is, like, no one's going to go past, no one's going to go to the stage, go past this gate, and no one's going to do it. So this guy comes out there, and he, I just thought it was a lot. Like, you got to have a lot of balls to grab someone's ring. Like, like, I just, I just, in my head, like, who loves their job that much? Do you love your job that much? I don't love my, I don't love any job I do that much. To be just to like go grab someone's I don't know, no. man. Like I, I listen, I don't want to diss anyone who works for any amusement park. All I'm saying is if you love your job that much, you should quit. <laughs> yeah, it, for for it to be claimed as the happiest place on earth and you not to think in your head for one second, like maybe this is a circumstance where I wait just a minute before I be a complete dickhead. 
and go up there. I don't know how the guy didn't just, cause the guy that was proposing was twice the size yeah. of this mouse and he could have just wailed or grabbed. I mean, to hold your composure like that, we don't know how it ended. I guess it could have got a lot worse after the video was over, but holy cow to ruin that moment is just, yeah. I don't know how you can be that, that dedicated that you have zero emotion in a, in a place like Disneyland. Like how did you get hired there? My friend. He's lucky this happened at Disneyland Paris and not Disney world or Disneyland over here, because mm. I have a feeling that if somebody from, I don't know, random state, Texas, whatever, travels to Disney World to propose and you grab the ring, you, it might get real ugly. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, right. like, the story would be completely different. It would be like Disney worker gets pummeled on stage right. at Disney World. Like, <laughs> for grabbing man's ring like right oof. yeah oof. beauty and the beast the brawl at disney world like. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Sheesh. oh god but yeah could you imagine that we've all proposed could you imagine someone just coming up no like literally no i don't know how i would react no, i'm not as calm as that guy did no no i i oof. I, I, it probably would have gotten physical for me. I, wait, yeah. Chris, wait, Chris, didn't you do yours during a marathon? What if one of the marathon runners <laughs> <laughs> ran by? You think they're stealing it? They just grabbed right? You think they're stealing it? That's your instinct is to go run after this person. But instead, you, yeah, down right. Steps. Exactly. I did not, for the record, I did not plan. I did not know there was a race that day. Uh, it just so happened to be there and almost totally screwed up my plan. But you mean yeah, you didn't jump the, the fence that they had there too, and you went up on stage? <laughs> right. Exactly. So enough. It it would there would have at least been some not safe for work words exchanged with that person until I got yeah. the ring back. <laughs> wow. Oh man, I'm just thinking now of a marathon runner just coming by and grabbing your ring. <laughs> then you got to run a marathon to get it back. <laughs> yeah, right. I haven't trained for this. How has this not been in a movie yet? I mean, come oh, on. <laughs> God, that's the movie we got to write. That's it right there. That's right. what we got to write. <laughs> All righty. Well, uh, Chris, it's time to throw up a graphic, sir. Throw it up there because I want to know you got four toppings. What are you putting? on your burger because it is now summertime you get four toppings on your burger what are you throwing on there when i first saw this i thought to myself four toppings is a lot this isn't hard then i started thinking about what i want on my burger and i was like damn it this is hard uh the first thing i'm throwing over this burger in particular is a trash bag because this looks disgusting. This looks like something from elementary school. That Why do you do this the all the time? Why do you do this all the time? Every Why do time do we this? put a Give food... me a good looking burger that actually was on the grill. This has clearly not been on the grill. This is a pan fried burger, which is a bunch of garbage. Give me something to really look forward to. The bun looks good. looks like a Kaiser roll. 
Dan's out. Dan, Dan's out. <laughs> Every time we put something with food up there, you judge the cook of the food. Oh, well, that steak looks too well for Look me. Look at this. I don't know. It's trash. This is from Cisco right, Systems. Like That's fine. You don't get to pick your four toppings. <laughs> God. My four were easy, by the way. <laughs> Go, Dan. Go. Um, yeah, easy. Uh, pepper jack cheese, lettuce, bacon, and chipotle mayo. That's the burger. Mm. 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 I'm here for that. Yeah. I'm here for that. Yeah. I went elevated with the chipotle mayo. I thought that would take it to another level there. Right. But yeah, pepper jack cheese, lettuce, bacon, chipotle mayo for me. Chris. Interesting. I um, So I have bacon, I have lettuce, I have cheese. I think pepper jack crossed my mind. Um, oh man, that's a great shirt. <laughs> Pepper Jack my mind. Oh, we would sell so many of those shirts. Pepper Jack crossed my mind. <laughs> that adds to another shirt from this podcast is make love, not friends. I'm here to make love, not friends. St. Lucia, oh. 2022. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's something there's cause I'm like, obviously like the summer grilling mood and like there, there is just something about just like a, your straight up American cheese on a burger though, you know? Um, so I think mine just looks like a pretty standard bacon cheeseburger. I, I, when I went through this process, I thought like, yeah, mine's gonna, mine's gonna be the shit. And then it just turned out to be like, <laughs> what everybody else wants to eat which is fine that's why it's popular right it's like why is a cliche cliche well it's probably started because it was true and then it became a cliche so i have american cheese i have bacon i have lettuce and then um i'm probably putting some heinz ketchup on it as my fourth Mm. okay it's a pretty standard setup yeah this is very difficult for me um because I have like eight toppings and I didn't realize that so much I put on a burger. So Ooh, uh, pepper right. jack, cheese, ketchup. Cross your mind. <laughs> pepper jack crossed my mind too. And I put it on the burger. Pepper jack, okay. ketchup, mustard. And this is where it gets tricky. Um, it's like relish or pickles. I know they're the same thing, but it's different. So, but yeah. pickles I put there and that's how I'll end it even though I wanted to add bacon and jalapenos and I like lettuce on my burgers too. And I like tomatoes. So it's difficult, man. It's, I was like, this is hard as shit. I, cause when you first sent this, I literally thought like this was dumb. I was like four toppings. What? Yeah. Four is a lot. But- I was like, four is a lot. But then I forgot you have to, you got to count everything. I, like yeah. lettuce and tomato and you- don't count in my mind, but like, yeah. They yeah, you, it's interesting you took those off because like the only thing <clears throat> that has any sort of like real substance for you is then just the pickles. Yeah. Right? Everything else is just kind of sauces and a cheese. Yeah. So you don't have a not a not a double decker. No. There you're going for you're going for those sauces and cheeses to give you that flavor. Yeah, I'm banking I'm banking on this burger being very good though. So that's 
the not like I the just... one in the picture. <laughs> God, I need this burger to be good. But yeah, this was very difficult for me. I just didn't know what to do. But lettuce, tomato, bacon. I'll take the back seat. I hate myself for not using pickles, but I just couldn't fit. I just couldn't make it fit. And like for me, and the reason I didn't do, I went chipotle mayo i know a lot of people you go you guys both went both went cheese and ketchup i'm a weirdo um there's a shirt um <laughs> i don't like i don't like um ketchup on a cheeseburger i'll like i'll take ketchup on a burger if it doesn't have cheese on it but if it has cheese on it it's got to be one or the other it's ketchup or um cheese i'm a i'm weird and i i don't like doing both like that Why? so it was like one or the other I don't know. I, I just don't like how they taste together. I think and it was probably like ruined early on in my childhood. I suddenly had like some shit fast food burger that probably looked exactly like this. Oh my God, Dan, like we get it. Okay. They, God. I didn't like how they went together. I could, you know, so that's why when I go cheese, that's why I went with the Chipotle mayo. The burger's Elevate gone. the game a little. The burger's Thank gone. God. The burger's, the burger's gone. gone. Pepper Jack crossed my mind. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Dan, you have a taste test. What are we taste testing today on the brunch breakdown in make brunch it, court? Make it the rum. Make it the rum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah seriously. Rum. Rum. Jenkins um, would be so mad if you take a shot of that right now. So mad. Yeah. So mad. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is something I've actually been looking forward to. This was on brunch court not that many weeks ago and finally saw it at the store. So luckily, I don't think we're, we're in for any squeamish, uh, weird flavored Pop-Tarts or Twizzlers or anything like that. So the entertainment value might not be as high as it once was, but I think you'll both be a little jealous about this. We have the Old Bay seasoned goldfish, boys. Okay, let's the go. The Old Bay seasoned goldfish. These are a limited time. They've got that seal on there, so you know it's the real deal, that, that goldfish sticker. <laughs> Um, and if I remember correctly, <laughs> if I remember correctly, um, are there these fake are not, goldfish out there? Yeah, apparently. Isn't that that seal? Doesn't that that seal? Uh, if I remember correctly, these are not supposed to be like cheddar goldfish, which is, I think, what most people eat. Yeah. Uh, this is like supposed to be like a plain, what they call original goldfish with old bay seasoning on them. Um, it certainly looks that way. I'm nervous. Smells good. Okay. Smells really good. Now, I'm also coming off of a week of eating the most delicious food of my life, fresh <laughs> seafood and fruit oh. and everything. So this snack is going to be a, a real change. I Riveting love the sound of you chewing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> These are great. And Chris, you know, probably more than anybody, we often find ourselves at Deep Creek Lake in the summer, about a two-hour drive from Pittsburgh and Maryland. And there are always multiple bags of crab, what they call crab chips or Old Bay seasoned chips. Oh, yeah. Because, right, especially in Maryland. So I'm a big fan of those, but I'll tell you what, these might be better. These might be better. They don't have like a ton 
of old bay seasoning on there it's not like overdone but it's it's well it's well done it's good that it's not an uh a cheddar goldfish now i'm just hungry <laughs> it's just got the right amount of seasoning i am stocking up on these how long do good goldfish stay good for probably a long october. time october october oh. Surprise. There were a lot at the store, and these are limited people. These are these are limited. If you like Old Bay, get yourself some Old Bay goldfish crackers because these are these are dynamite. This is a perfect summertime snack while you're wishing you were by the Old Bay. Um, <laughs> two thumbs up confirmed from Brunch Court, Brunch Court Boys. I need to send you guys some of these if you can't find them. These are delightful, just delightful. That's all I got to say. They're that good. They're really good. We eat a lot of goldfish in this house. Uh, Do you? That, that's Olivia's, one of her favorite snacks. So we might have to get her some old Bay ones and see what she thinks. Yeah. yeah same here. Hopefully she doesn't like bold, them and then mom and dad can have them. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah, they're, it's bold enough that you can definitely taste it. But it's, uh, you know, it's it, they're delicious. They're well, delicious. It makes sense that they'd be good, though right it just it's like I what don't took know. so long yeah yeah that's what i'm wondering old bay's been around i don't know forever why wouldn't that be and there's a million different flavors of goldfish now so i'm surprised right. that it's like this s'mores long. goldfish like that's yeah. a teddy gram you assholes like give me something that i don't have somewhere else <laughs> it is chocolate goldfish that's a teddy gram <laughs> you heard it here <laughs> my god all right uh one more before we get out of here uh and get to, before we get the music um wendy's strawberry frosty switching up the frosty flavors for is this the first time that they've done this because i know vanilla um, and there's and the, the, the classic frosty is always chocolate but like yeah have they ever made it another flavor so yeah, vanilla was a newer flavor from uh, just a couple years ago. So that was yeah. like the first time they ever did it. And yeah. then it was, I think it was last year, they introduced a limited time birthday cake flavor, which I don't remember this at all for like Wendy's 50th birthday or the Frosty's 50th birthday. Never the height of it, never made it to the brunch court. So, so sorry, didn't exist. But other than that, yeah, this is the, this is the only other time. Well, I know for myself, I'm excited about this because I love all strawberry things and I love strawberry ice cream and I love strawberry everything. So I am all in favor for this. And I just need to know why Wendy and Dave didn't get this done faster. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, it, I don't know for me yet <laughs> because stra- <laughs> Chris is already laughing. Um. Strawberry ice cream is okay for me. Just strawberry ice cream. If you got like a Neapolitan thing going on, let's go. Um, but the fact that a frosty is different, fully admit that the frosty is different. Will I try it? Certainly. Will I like it? I'm sure it will be fine, but it won't be better than the OG. It won't be better than chocolate. So to, to your point, Didi, like what took so long? Like the same thing going on here. Like they could be doing so much more. They're like, oh, a strawberry for the kids. Like this isn't 1950. We probably could have been doing this one a while ago and we could be experimenting a little bit more, but it's fine. It's a fine little treat, I'm sure. 
I am not a big strawberry ice cream fan either. But right. um, I to what Dan just said, and Dee said this too, that they, you know, why haven't we done this yet? Wendy's, I feel like, is the fast food restaurant that like doesn't do a ton of crazy shit. And I actually respect that because like we've okay. done enough brunch court mashup shit on the <laughs> podcast. Like we don't need more. We we don't need more of a lot of this stuff. Okay. So like while Taco Bell is putting, I don't know, 17 foods from around the globe into a chalupa. I don't like, we don't need everybody else to do that. So I appreciate the fact that Wendy's is just like, we have a burger, we have a double, we have a triple, we got chicken, we got nuggets, we got frosties and like everybody loves them. Come get them. We'll just do them better than everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's fair. I mean, counterpoint to that is what Arby's is doing. Arby's has just introduced their first hamburger. Yeah. The Wagyu beef. It looks delicious. It looks better than that piece of trash we had up earlier, but it does. (laughs) It looks good. It looks real good. Here's what I need from Wendy. I need, (laughs) I need a Neapolitan frosty. I need you to give me chocolate and then vanilla and then strawberry. Give me that. Give me the, make it a secret menu item. Give me the frosty trio, the Neo frosty, get Neo to sponsor it. Let's go. (laughs) Done deal. God, I hate (laughs) Neapolitan ice cream so much. I hate it. Oh, I hate it. I think it's the worst invent thing ever invented. I hate it so much. It's like every time you scoop into the ice cream, you get another flavor with the flavor that you actually want. And I just hate it. Can't stand it. Mashup. It's all about the mashup. We love mashups here on the brunch breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. Let's get into what we're listening to this week. Chris, get us started, man. What are you checking out this week, man? Uh, so me and Didi are recorded like three days ago and not a lot of what uh, I'm <laughs> oh, listening true. to is different than what we listened to last week. So I'd like to petition that we put our songs on the playlist from mm. last week, this week. And then I'm just going to rattle off a few that I've been listening to for no particular reason. The first of which uh, a band called major league, they have not released new music in a few years, but um very good pop punk band. Their song Seasons is one that I've been listening to. Really what I'm going to do in today's episode is run through the last three songs that I added <laughs> to my pop punk playlist. And that's one of them. So that's number one. Solid. I like it. <laughs> Dan, what are you listening to? Um, I'll make yeah. love to you. Oh <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, music, music's been a little different for the past week. So I had to dig in the last 24 hours here. Uh my man, Brendan Urie, Panic at the Disco, back with brand new music for the first time since 2018. Been waiting a long time for new music from him. And I knew this was the year it was coming. I, I think I predicted this on the Brunchies uh, at the end of last year that the Panic at the Disco album is coming this year and it will be fantastic because he's been working on it, perfecting it, and it could be album of the year contender. So, New song, a new album is coming, a new tour is coming. Uh, the the album and the, to- the song is called Viva Las Vengeance. And I love it and I can't wait for more. Panic at the Disco is back. Yes, I like that song too. Good song, good song. Um, album comes out in August, so. Yeah. Yeah, 
Really excited. Can't wait. All right. Uh, Post Malone just put out his new album, 12 Carat Toothache, which is a very douchey title. Um, <laughs> but the album is, if you like Post Malone, you're going to like the album. There's really no new ground here, but this song is great. And honestly, it will make you think that, oh, I've heard this song before. Well, yeah, because it just sounds like a really good Post Malone song. It's called I Cannot Be, in parentheses, a sadder song. And it is just really freaking good like it is a really good song so uh check that out nice um my second one is from a band that i had not previously heard of or listened to uh they're called cinematic sunrise a song called pulling a piano from a pond it has alliteration which i appreciate that's pulling a piano from a pond okay but why seems like a tough task but why Uh, you're gonna have to listen to find out. I guess so. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Yeah, <laughs> find out on the next uh, breakdown. Right. <laughs> um, I also wanted to go with Post Malone because the album is just amazing. The whole thing, the whole thing. We could put that could be the playlist this week. <laughs> Didi, you mentioned that song. Uh, other great songs: When I'm Alone, uh, Love Hate, Letter to Alcohol with Fleet Foxes wrapped around your finger and then i like you with doja cat i mean I don't, these are all going to be on the radio <laughs> at some point be playing all summer long so that whole album that's basically my second pick <laughs> <laughs> just the whole album the whole album, whole album. <laughs> all right um for songs that make you feel like summer and you can get it on with your lady to these uh ck ck the first um has a song called love I don't even know how to say it, Nwati, but the chorus is just, it's like, I love you. I, I, I. It's amazing. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible. This song's amazing. I want this song to be so big. I want this song to be so big. It's not going to be, but I want it to be. So putting it on the playlist. For a second, I thought you were throwing in a CKY and I'm like, Mm-mm, this can't, this can't fit. This can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, whoa. <laughs> Song of the summer. <laughs> I get love. What? Song of the summer in 2006. Right. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'll go a little bit differently here um, for my third one. Mike Posner put out a new song called Turn Up. I don't know. Like, do you guys follow Mike Posner at all? Oh, here and there. No. He's kind of an inspirational dude. Like, I would, I would suggest if, like, you haven't followed him closely – Check out some of his social media accounts. Dude's like, he's he's walked across the United States. Um, he has climbed Mount Everest. He's done like a lot of crazy shit since you last heard him and when he was making music. Uh, and now he's making music again. But like he's got like a he's got like a good message behind a lot of the content that came has he's been putting out recently. I think his dad passed away a couple of years ago and he used it as an opportunity to kind of like do some soul searching. And uh, he's he's a pretty interesting dude, and I appreciate that. So we'll put his new song on for this week. He would you rather be Justin Guarini or uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mike Posner? That's me. <laughs> little sweet. I want to be a little sweet. Little That's sweet. who I would much rather be. Little sweet. <laughs> Dan, you're up. I think who's up? Me or Dan? I think Dan. Uh, right? I'll go. I'll go. Last Can one for not? me. Um, Muse. I, I know I keep putting Muse on this playlist, but like every song keeps getting better. And the latest song is called Will of the People. Uh, their album also due out in August. And I'll be curious to get your guys' reaction to this song because it's kind of a mashup of anthem songs that you've heard before. 
the the beat of the drum, the lyrics, the way that there's a cadence with it. It sounds like you've heard this song before, but like pieces of it put together and it's like better. Um, so it's really just, it, Chris, I know you like to listen to Sounds of Brunch when you're lifting weights. This song will be good for you this week, uh, Will of the People by Muse, but it's a, it's an anthem banger. And it's, uh, yeah, it certainly feels like, sounds like there's a little bit of sampling, but you can't quite put your finger on it, but it's a great song. There, I'm, I'm fighting myself between two songs because there's like one song that I think is the worst song of 2022. And then there's one song that I really, really like. Um, yeah. So Gucci Mane uh, put out a song that's dedicated to his wife and it is super good. It's called Mrs. Davis. It is freaking fire. I love the song so much. Now on to the song that is the worst song of 2022. Let's that, go. And it's probably the worst song of 2022, not only because it's bad, but because of the expectations. It's Sway Lee and Diplo. Sway Lee and Diplo. Oh man, this is going to be good. It's called Tupelo Shuffle. It's fucking terrible. It's the worst song of 2022. Oh. I hate it so much. It's from the Elvis soundtrack from this new Elvis movie that either just came out or is coming out soon. And Doja Cat's put out a couple songs from the soundtrack. They're like really good. Um, so another reason I had expectations that were high. This song is the worst song of 2022. Chris, when you're lifting weights, listen to the sounds of brunch and this song comes on, you're going to drop your weight on your foot. So be ready. <laughs> what a, what a, what a roller coaster <laughs> of emotions with you two, these last couple yeah. songs. I don't know whether right. I should work out tomorrow or not. <laughs> Watch, I'm telling you what, when you turn the sounds of brunch on, get on the bike, like don't, don't lift when you're on there. Don't no. Oh, I'm telling you that's do so push-ups or something. Yeah. It's bad. You hear those two. Yeah. Oh, bummer. It's a push. It's a push-up song. It's a push-up song. It's a, there you go. Yeah, it's not a heavy lifting song. No, don't even be holding one of the kids with your AirPods in in that in that playing. No, you might drop one of them. Ooh, I'm serious. Risky, risky it's, I'm telling you, it's that bad. It's that bad, dude. It's that bad. Like, don't don't hold your kids to that song. You'll well, drop for, them. Thanks for putting it on the playlist, Didi. Appreciate hey. it. <laughs> Well, boys, I'm happy all three of us were back. I hope we can do this again. All three of us are back next week. We shall see. Let's try. Yes, Let's try we shall. <laughs> Any final thoughts on the brunch breakdown? I just want to hear Dan say, St. Lucia. St. Lucia. <laughs> <laughs> An amazing out. island. <laughs>